are back for another episode of Black Girls Vibe. Andrea Ford, how goes it? Hey, Michelle Clement. <laughs> we're being we're being awfully formal today with our, you know, fancy digs on and whatnot. You want to tell the peoples your lighting is better than mine. You want to tell the peoples <laughs> what we got going on here? Yeah. So this is we are both members of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated and also subscribers to the Ivy, what is it, Ivy Storehouse? That's right. Where we receive a, a monthly box of, of goodies. Of goodies. <laughs> <laughs> and so this wonderful um, apparel that we are wearing today was in our February box. Indeed. So we're sporting we're, it for- We decided to sport for the folks. Here we go. Giving very much giving, as the box alludes to, you know, coming to America, Queen to be vibes. <laughs> <laughs> so we got it. I mean, there's been a lot going on uh, sports wise since we last uh, chopped it up. Yeah, who who knew, right? Who knew? You have any particular place you want to start? Oh goodness, um, it's, so, it's so much. It is. Um, ooh, okay. Should we start with basketball? And sure. Collegiate basketball. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Uh, otherwise known as March Madness, but only if you're referring to the men's tournament. <laughs> so we'll start there. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> right. Also known as the men's tournament. The men's tournament. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so jokes aside for a second, and, and we can talk about our, I mean, we can talk brackets as well, obviously. M mine are busted, essentially, because uh, in just oh, yeah. about every one, I had Illinois going and being in the final four. So there's that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I mine was, well, it's not in the trash, but I didn't print it. But, <laughs> but uh, it. It could be. It could be if I had the printable version. The <laughs> app version. Same. 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 <sighs> Did not yeah. fare the well. No, no. So it kind of takes the pressure off, though, just watching for fun now. Watching for That's fun. It. That's it. I had, uh, and, and um, you know, I do multiple brackets just kind of contemplating different scenarios. And in almost every instance, it's the same final projected winner in this, in this, instance it was Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. I think I may have had one bracket with Bama taking it all. Uh and on the women's side, uh I I just sentimentally I went with uh South Carolina and Coach Staley. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Uh but yeah my, my my men's bracket, all all 15 of them, all my iterations are <laughs> trash. Say in, in no scenario <laughs> I didn't have Loyola. No. I didn't have or you know, uh, Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts, and who was the other big uh, upset? Oh, uh, I know North Texas went further than I didn't have them. Yeah, so we're just off the grid now. We're 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 off the grid. Um, it's yeah. it's unusual to have a year, you know, a year in which uh, Kentucky and Duke don't make the tourney. And uh, UNC gets tossed out in the first round. 
UNT is my team, but I had them getting tossed out in the first round. I, I held no delusions uh, around how far I thought they could go in this tournament. I thought they were lucky to be invited. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just have to go, you know, you put that loyalty aside and it's like, well, I, because, you know, you've watched them play the whole season and nothing says they're going to make a they're run. They're going to make a tournament. deep run. Nothing mm-hmm. said nothing. Mm-hmm. I nothing said that. No. Nothing said that. No. Uh, and before we go back to the the women's tourney, men's tourney, inequities piece, which will probably largely drive our conversation today, um, I know two of your schools. Two out of the three did their thing and made and made the dance. Yes, so you've got to be super proud of that. I am. So yes, I will say shout out Koya Saxa and Go Jackets. Yeah, yeah, uh, and. I had one one alma mater make it, and they got unde- unexpectedly defeated. Uh, they were an oral were they an oral Roberts casualty? If I read, they, they sure were. Go Gators! Go Gators! <laughs> <laughs> it was a low. What do you What do you do? <laughs> like um, yeah. Oh, Gators. No Gators. So, so yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's always cool when your alma mater or uh, alma's mater in your case uh, make it. And there's just so much excitement around that. But uh, yeah. So, you know, maybe next year. Um, and, and, and shout out to uh, Patrick Ewing uh, and what he's doing at, at Georgetown. I know you've got to be, as a lifelong basketball fan, you've got to be uh, who I imagine we hadn't discussed Patrick Ewing extensively, but I imagine you've followed him since his career at Georgetown. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I did kind of um, later and then right into when he entered the NBA. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, it's really nice to see um, him follow in the footsteps and and carve his path and return back to his alma mater and and make some. Well, you know, they didn't get out the first round, but still. To get back into the tournament. To get into the tournament. To get into the tournament. Yeah. 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 And and in 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 you know, just months after John Thompson's passing, mm-hmm. you know, has a nice uh, you know, um poignant symmetry to it. Yeah, it does. And I can't think of the last time Georgia Tech was in the um in the tournament either. So you know, but yeah, but no, the Patrick Ewan story and playing in Ma- at Madison Square Garden. Um, so not notwithstanding that little kerfuffle where he got stopped and checked for ID. Who are like, you? This is my house. Are you kidding me? I loved his response. You don't know who I am. Like, OK, right. Then. It's like okay. sometimes you don't want to throw that out. But in his case, I but totally it was understand completely it. appropriate. <laughs> right. I was not mad at him for doing it. No, I wasn't mad at him for doing it at all. You don't but. know me. So. <laughs> <sighs> yes. so the men's tournament versus the women's tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. We know that this year is unusual in that the, the, the respective tourneys, instead of having first round and regional play happen kind of at locations throughout the country, all the respective tourneys are all happening in one location. Indianapolis for the men's, San Antonio for the women's. Right. And, and um, Either last, I think it was last Thursday, we started to see, well, a TikTok video uh, done by, uh, 
and I don't know which women's basketball player, which team, but posted one, a video uh, capturing the conditions at their tournament and juxtaposing that to the conditions at the men's tournament, specifically with regard to the weight room. Mm -hmm. um, and there are pictures all over the internet who, for those who haven't seen it, it's easily Googled. Uh, but um, the, the, the men's weight room looked like what you would expect the NCAA to set out for a men's tournament on that scale. Uh, women's tournament having the same number of teams, 64, their weight room, as you put it, Andrea, like wasn't even as well equipped as your home gym. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Because what was it like the little, um, the stackable, it was a rack of, dumbbells. Uh, stackable dumbbells and like some type and a table, like maybe for uh, massaging or working out. That was it. And that's it. Uh, until uh, the spot got blown up and shame uh, placed on the NBA and the NCAA and the, and the coordinators for uh, the tournament. Um, and as a result of that inequity being exposed, we've learned of, of countless others. I mean, uh, from the, the, the type of food like the, uh, that's prepared, uh, like the spread that the men are given versus like, you know, what are nice uh, uh, packaged meals for the women, but mm -hmm. not comparable to the spread, like the That's set right. out that the men are getting. Right. Um, the perks and the swag differences. <laughs> um, I think uh, one of our followers yesterday posted an article about even the, 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 the COVID testing being different. Oh, yeah. I that's saw the that. I getting the, the rapid test, the less reliable rapid test. Mm -hmm. And the men were getting the more reliable PCR. Like the COVID testing. <laughs> I mean, you talk about penny wise and pound foolish. Um, and uh, most, perhaps most disturbingly, uh, and, and more from a systemic <laughs> structural standpoint, the fact that the NCAA um, only applies or only allows to be applied the, the March Madness term or brand to the men's tournament. Mm -hmm. And that brand is not associated with the women's tournament. And so you're not going to see the big March Madness decals on the floor, like the court at a women's tournament game because they aren't a, they aren't a part of March Madness, if you can imagine that. Uh, and the fact that that's been intentional. Right. And I don't think that I ever realized that. that. No. Until, I either. Because it's like when, when, when I hear March Madness, I automatically think of both. Like it's just college basketball into right. the tournament. I've never right. made the distinction that March Madness is solely associated with the men's tournament. Right. Right. Uh, and I think that was the intention. Like they wanted us to think that they were on equal footing, but uh, from a, from an investment standpoint and a marketing standpoint, uh, what we're learning is the same amount of juice wasn't being put behind the win women's tournament as was the men's tournament. Hmm. Um, which leads us to like this broader discussion around like inequity in, in sports gender inequity in sports uh, and how this is just such an encapsulation of that. Like it's almost like the perfect storm. And it's also uh, so interesting 
that it comes out in such an unusual year in sports, like of all the years <laughs> for these things, for these, um, and perhaps it's because of COVID that mm -hmm. it presented the right set of circumstances for these things to be revealed. Right. Um, so I don't know what the, you know, I, I, you know, we'll see what tournaments going forward look like. I mean, it looks like we're in a, we're in an age in which shame is a, can be a large motivator. Uh, and it well, feels as though the NCAA has been sufficiently shamed by these revelations. Mm -hmm. uh, but what was your reaction to? Well, that's what I was going to say. Cause didn't they go back after the pictures um, <clears throat> for the women's weight room and then came back and, and, and did it up real nice and made it comparable somewhat to what the men's, which is what it should have been. So it's like, we don't, we don't work out as women athletes. Like we don't, that, that stackable dumbbell set was sad. <laughs> and it I didn't was. know what that table was, but that's sad. Yeah. Um, and it's like, we can't even have an equal COVID test. That's how, that's how insidious like these structural inequities are. And I think it, it can be hard to the naked eye, <laughs> like it can be hard to discern for the naked eye until like they're, they're brought out and teased out. Cause yeah. it would have, we would have been told as like the consumers, oh, well all, all the players are getting COVID tested. Assuming that everybody was getting the PCR, the more reliable. Uh, we're not even going to talk about the safety implications of giving women the less reliable tests. Right. Forget just how, just the lack of equity, like as a standalone, it's unsafe to give them the less reliable test. It's, um, it's unreal. It's unreal. But I, I agree with you there. Like I, I think COVID, the fact that, there is so much focus and that they are playing in one location instead of being scattered in all these different cities and then being brought to, um, you know, the final city for the um, final four. I think that that has definitely been one thing to highlight and put more focus on and where we are. Right. And the fact that we are as women getting well, we, we have been vocal, but just kind of still following that same trend of 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 the female activism and, and just standing up and calling out like this just isn't, mm -hmm. we're not receiving the same or even anything nearly comparable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and really putting, so yeah, I, it's, it's a shame though that it took that. And like you said, it being the spotlight for the NCAA to come back and say, oh, oh, let me, you know, make these changes and push that out. Like, ooh, look at what we did. Well, that gym could have been the same from the beginning. It didn't necessarily need to get, and I know that's just, you know, one of the many, many, many examples, but yeah, it's like, we can't have the yeah. same food. We, we can't have, oh, the gym was really, uh, um, that, that, that visual spoke volumes to me because it's kind of emblematic of the prop of the issue. Like, mm -hmm. if, <laughs> uh, it's not just that we're not getting the same. We're not getting anything close to it. <laughs> it's like somebody just picked that up at the neighborhood Target or at right. the house 
<clears throat> and like, brought ooh, it to the facility. Like they said, ooh, I, I meant to stop by and get the equipment for the for the gym. Let me, you know, go get this set from Target. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, they were at Target. They saw the table. It's like, oh, oh well, that's, that's, let me pick that up. A <laughs> couple of mats. Here you go, uh, 64 teams. 64 teams. <laughs> Use these good stackable two, get two five, 10 pounds. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Amazing. For the and entire then, time that you're at this tournament. And for the, you know, the NCAA to initially say, oh, well, you know, it's a, we didn't have the space so uh, to, to completely like kit out the women's gym only to find out that wasn't true. Like it never was a, a function of space or lack of space. Um, which is kind of a, a, a segue uh, into another conversation that's been had in the last week or so around inequities uh, and with regard to the NBA and WNBA. Mm -hmm. There was a, a, um, another image floating around uh, social media um, juxtaposing Sue Bird's accomplishments uh, to LeBron James. They've both been in the league 17 years. They both have four, they've both won four championships. Uh, I don't know that the, 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 the image or the, the uh, captured this, but I'm, they're both Olympians on a, uh, I don't know how many times over, uh, but where they differ, despite the similarity and accomplishments where they differ is in uh, wages earned. Mm -hmm. um, I cannot recall, and maybe you do, Andrea, what LeBron's, I guess what we're going to call his base salary. Uh, I think it was uh, like 33 was, million. Was it 30 something million? Yeah. 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 That sounds about right <clears throat> to me. And Sue Bird's is a little over 200,000. Mm -hmm. uh, and she earned a bonus of like, was it 11,000? 11,000. And do we recall what bonus, what was the bonus that LeBron earned? Oh, I, I, I don't off the top of my head. I, it was, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, but but considerably more than. Like, I think it was, it was, I want to say it was over like 180 or close or around like the low twos, because I think it was close to close what to her, her salary. salary. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah, or, or it may have been more than her salary, but I think it was somewhere in that same ballpark. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look it up quickly. But yeah, so, you know, the conversation around um, that kind of disparity, I mean, that, yeah. that, and that, and that disparity, and granted, you know, it's a little, it's somewhat apples to oranges because um, the NCAA, tur the, the tournament is governed by one body, right? Whereas right. when you get into the professional space, you're talking about two different leagues governed by two different bodies. With the caveat being, the WNBA is kind of an extension of the NBA mm -hmm. and was birthed from the N NBA. So it's not as though they're co the co these completely independent ent entities. I got the, I got the numbers here. Okay. Uh, her salary for 2020 was uh, 215, 200,015. LeBron's was 37.4 million. Her bonus for winning the finals, that's what it is, was $11,356. LeBron's for winning um, the 2020 finals 
370,000. Oh, that was way off, but more than her salary. Okay. Yeah, his, his bonus was, wow. was getting closer to twice her salary. So it's wow. the difference between the men's tourney gym mm -hmm. and the women's tourney gym, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, but granted, these are, you know, they, they are governed by different leagues, but, the, the, you know, the WNBA is not founded or established without the NBA. Right. You know, so, uh, and it comes back uh, down to, from my view, uh, yeah, the way that they're structured from a revenue generating standpoint and, and sharing standpoint, yeah, the, those there are issues there that make them different. And that's why NBA players get more of the pie. Uh, but just like with the, the men's and women's tournament on the, in the collegiate level, there are just systemic and stru structural issues there. Uh, some of them tied to how the NBA has invested in marketing the WNBA that influence the disparity. Mm -hmm. um, and these play, as I understand it, these women professional athletes, you know, in soccer and basketball aren't saying we should get paid, um, well, at least on the basketball side, because uh, I think women's soccer, they are saying we should get paid. Yeah, they are saying, but, yes. But, but, but I, I, should, I, I should be more artful with my terms. Sue Bird says, we're not looking to get paid the same as LeBron James. Uh, there's just a, a, a huge disparity and an inequity in the difference in pay. Like we don't, we, we, we know we're not on that level, but we also know we're not at the level we're worth more than the level at which we're being paid. Right. Yeah. Um, 215,000. Yeah. Yeah. For one um, of the top players in the league who's been in the league that long. Been in the league that long. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, mm -hmm. you know, there are, this, this has brought up the opportunity to have a lot of constructive dialogue around uh, these issues and, you know, uh, how, uh, and, and we have to have the dialogue if we're gonna see progress. And so how we use our platform here to, to promote that constructive dialogue, I think is important uh, and uh, provides you know, an opportunity for, for us to drive and be a part of that conversation here and on, on our page where a lot of these conversations are, are occurring. So yeah. Um, yeah, we'll continue. I'm sure we'll be teeing this up. Uh, uh, again, very soon because these issues don't go away. Uh, no, and and closing this type of equity gap won't happen overnight. It, it 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 won't. I mean, the problem the problem is too. It's kind of too fundamental to how how um, society has operated for thousands of years for it to go away overnight. Right. Um. Um. Venus Williams, who's been at the forefront of promoting pay equity on in, in tennis, which is kind of another, you know, apples to oranges comparison because of the how, how you know, because they're independent contractors, essentially. Um, she's still engaged in that, although she achieved pay equity, you know, breaking that door down at Wimbledon, which was the last of the, the holdout of the, of the Grand Slam tourneys. Like she's still at the forefront of working on like, global pay equity because mm -hmm. she realizes it's more than just an issue in tennis. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think this podcast gives us an opportunity with us living at, at the intersection of being uh, black 
and women, you know, it gives us some perspective to talk about these things in a way uh, fr from our experiences. So uh, I guess we'll continue to do that. That's why we're here. Exactly. We will and we shall. And it's, you know, I, I think it's to your point can translate not only across um, sports that we've seen in all the basketball, soccer, tennis, um, and the work that Venus is doing, but we see it in our respective industry. So you can take it to any Absolutely. any industry and mm -hmm. there's that equity gap in, in pay and other things. And so I think it is twofold. So it's the, um, I think a big part of that is, is folks wanting to have a discussion about the reasons why, because it's not just solely any revenue generation or, you know, whatever the case may be. But I think too, it's helpful specifically for the work that Venus is doing, but I know she's not the only one, but for us to continue to talk about it as women and empower ourselves um, mm -hmm. to really continue to, you know, like speak up for what we deserve so that we can continue to push and um, where we're not in those types of positions yet, where we continue to um, to be in in situations where we can make those decisions and be at the table and, and challenge mm -hmm. those who are, I think it helps continue the, and further the dialogue around it. Well said, friend, I couldn't agree more. Um, pivoting to an, uh, not a related issue, but a, an issue that does involve the dynamic between men and women uh, on the NFL side of the house. Uh, yeah. We have, uh, the situation with Deshaun Watson unfolding. As background, we know that uh, he's kind of in a holdout situation. He's he's still, I guess Deshaun is still in his rookie. He's probably coming up on the end of his rookie contract. Is that correct? I think so. I don't know. I think yeah. So. But he doesn't want to play there anymore. Right. <laughs> That's the bottom line. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> he's done with Houston. <laughs> Irregardless of where his contract. <laughs> <laughs> and how many years are left on it? Right. I don't want to play there anymore. And he's made that crystal clear since the season ended. Mm -hmm. He's made it crystal clear. Uh, he's been more vocal about it uh, since, uh, particularly after they decided to go in a in a different direction with regard to the recommended the recommended GM hire that the um, executive recruitment firm Corn Ferry recommended and um, who was the, the person that Deshaun was in favor of. They went with a relative unknown who I'm not even sure was a part of the process. Right. Uh, I don't think so either. Uh, so he was dissatisfied with that. Um, they did not, if I'm, if I'm recalling correctly, they did not inter interview uh, Eric Bieniemy for the head coaching position. I, can't, Do you think, I don't think I I'm not remember. sure they did. I'm not sure I'm either. In, I don't think that they did. I don't think that they did. And the uh, I but uh, I don't know that Deshaun was if that was a if that particular uh, candidate was a rub for him. But I if I'm not mistaken, is it Robert Soleil, the um, the coach that was hired by the Jets? Mm -hmm. I think that was Deshaun's preference for head coach position at Houston. Okay. So clearly they didn't hire him either. Um, 
And so he's woefully dissatisfied and has made that clear and does not want to play for them anymore. Um, they hired like a 66 year old, uh, well-respected, but, you know, certainly not well-known uh, black coach, ass assistant coach. I can't remember which organization he was with before taking And this is his first head coaching job in the, in the uh, NFL. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly not a candidate that was on anybody's radar screen. I, I'm not, I'm not aware that of any other team that interviewed him for their head coaching vacancy. So, pointing to all these things that Deshaun has articulated as being reasons why he wants out. Um, and, and Houston has made it clear that they don't intend to let him out. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of at a stalemate. Mm -hmm. um, in the last week, and certainly since you and I last talked here, um, a lawyer out of Houston has filed, I think as of this morning, 13 lawsuits against Deshaun Watson, uh, in which I guess 13 different women are alleging uh, sexual uh, misconduct against him. To be clear, uh, none of these are, th these are all civil matters. So nothing, he's not been criminally charged. He's not been arrested. None of those things. So this is strictly on the civil side of the house, but you have 13 women, uh, most of whom work in the uh, massage therapy industry. Mm -hmm. alleging that in, in uh, these professional settings in which they've been providing services to Deshaun Watson, he's in, engaged in inappropriate behavior with them. Uh, um, this is a tough topic to, to talk about uh, 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 for so many reasons. And I know you and I are going to uh, exercise care with, with how we do it, but it warrants exploring for so many reasons. Yeah. Um, um, we live in a country in which obviously you are assumed, you are to be assumed innocent before proven guilty. Uh, we live in a country in which um, the, 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 the standard for filing a civil lawsuit, uh, the, the bar is fairly low. Um, I will say that the, the timing of the lawsuits warrants note. Uh, the allegations could be true. Uh, and if they are, um, obviously Deshaun Watson should be held accountable in every way in which he could be held accountable from the criminal mm -hmm. side as well as the civil side. Mm -hmm. If he's not, then we, in a, we as a country are in trouble. If he's not, and it's found that this has been conjured up as a smear campaign uh, to sully his reputation, then at, you know, add this to the list of things that indicate we as a country have a lot of work to do. Uh, I don't want to go on much longer with getting without getting your insight and your perspective on it. So let me hush and, and let you cook. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with everything you said. It is a very um, sensitive topic. Um, and 
I, I will. I was. I was kind of while you were talking. I was just doing. Um, just did a quick search. He did sign a four-year contract last. It was late last year, so he's okay. No longer, so he's, he's, yeah. he's in his second. He's in his second contract. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. Okay. Um. But I think I didn't realize the number had increased to thirteen. I do find it interesting that they are still civil charges right now. Um, and the timing is interesting as well. And if if I remember correctly, is the NFL now investigating? Or or have I I saw something and and I didn't completely read the article about right, right. like something was put out there saying that they were going to initiate an investigation, but then like but then the letter was deleted from social media, which we know that that doesn't happen because somebody's going to take a screenshot. <laughs> yeah, somebody captured it. Somebody captured it. Right? Somebody captured it. <laughs> you know, I cannot. Rec- I I don't know that I like whatever I saw with regard to the NFL's response to it. I don't know that I. I don't know that I saw anything that said that they were investigating. Okay. I felt like they 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 offered a we are aware of the situation of the situation we have our eye on it. Okay. Uh we have our eye on it. So, um if I were the NFL, uh I would be I wouldn't yet be declaring that we are investigating. I would let a little bit more I would let a little bit more come out. I would, I would see where, um, and not that they have to see where, you know, the, the, the law enforcement goes with it. Uh, but I, I'd give it a little bit more time. Uh, I'd be monitoring it. And then <clears throat> based on, you know, where it is in within a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. uh, then I might launch an investigation. I mean, yeah. one reason, one reason I, I would, I would, not at this moment launches because the lawsuits are still seems to still be coming. Right. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, but I, it sounds as though the NFL is keeping an eye on it. Okay. Um, I haven't, I haven't read about, I haven't read all the lawsuits. Uh, I do know, or did hear yesterday that the most, um, one of the lawsuit alleges conduct that happened as recently as March 5th of this year. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't read them all either. And just the couple things that I, or articles I've read about it, it's just been capturing and I didn't associate or attach dates to, um, you know, when these specific incidents happened. Um, but just detailing out, you know, the accounts of, of a couple of the women in these um, massage therapy appointments and how, you know, they're, they're recounting their interactions in the, with, with Deshaun. Mm-hmm. But I don't, in that article, recall saying a date. So I didn't know that they were that recent. Yes, um, it, it's that it's okay. that recent. So, so according, you know, if 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 the allegations are true, then in the midst of being in a battle with his team, a very public battle with this team about not wanting to play with them anymore, uh, and and having the scrutiny and the light, light the you know the the limelight on him in this particular moment, he's been engaging in this egregious behavior. Mm, okay. 
uh, and I, at least one of the allegations goes back to like last summer of 2020. Uh, but I have not, like I said, I've not done an exhaustive review of all 13 complaints to see like when the alleged behavior started and how, you know, we know that it's, it's alleged to have gone up through at least March 5th, mm -hmm. 2021. Mm -hmm. So I don't know the, the time scope we're talking about here. Right. Um, and like I, you said, there may be more. So there may be more. Go. So it's kind of a wait and see approach. You know, I, I you know, I, I more know Alabama law than I do uh, uh, Texas law. Uh, but, you know, statute of limitations would apply. And for some for charges like this in Alabama, you know, it would be uh, two, maybe up to three years. Statute okay. of limitations. Um, so for a civil suit, right, civil suit. right. Cause it is just, they, they are civil charges. Like, right? These are, yeah. I want to be very clear that these are, these are all civil. Uh, um, and, and again, the process for filing a civil suit, uh, is less different. It is different, is materially different from the process engaged for, uh, a charge, uh, a criminal charge being uh, filed against you. It's it's less rigorous, right? A right. process, right? I would I would never do it, friend. But I could go down to the federal courthouse right now and file a suit against you. <laughs> I would never do it. Yeah, I know, right? But that's the that's my my yeah. point is. <laughs> it's like well, yeah. What I do? <laughs> well, that's that's helpful with that's, the that's, perspective. Yeah, <laughs> I can see you right now. Like, no, oh. but no, just to just to give some perspective on, you know, whereas if if I were in a situation in which I were assaulted and wanted to pursue criminal charges, that that it wouldn't be as easy as going down. It would start with the filing of a p police report, but then there's a you know. Uh, a, a much more extensive process mm -hmm. before a charge gets filed. Right. So, um, yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, taking a wait and see approach, it, you know, as far as saying any more on it is what makes sense. Uh, we can say that uh, if this would be new behavior for uh, Deshaun Watson, he has not, uh, been known to engage in any behavior like this or any any behavior that wasn't law abiding, frankly, if anything, his reputation right. as being one of like stellar citizen uh, and philanthropist. so this this would be um, this would be inconsistent with observed behavior of him to this point. Mm -hmm. That said, you know, <laughs> anything is possible. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just like we don't we don't know him, and you never know what people may do or never, what they're capable of. And you never know. You never know. I mean, who, who'd have, if if you did you if you had told America uh, thirty five years ago that Bill Cosby would spend the you know his twilight years in jail for you know sexually assaulting women. Nobody yeah. would have believed, like, nobody would have believed you. Right. Nobody yeah. would have right. believed you. 
Right. So yeah, the same with Deshaun, like of all, yeah, again, so. that's not observed behavior. It's nothing, but yeah, it is a very much wait and see. And I guess see right. how many additional women may come forward. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, you know, and, and who, who is it that's coming forward? We, you know, we don't know that it is, is it is, it is tragic to have to note, but it does warrant noting, uh, you know, race matters in this country. Mm-hmm. And there is a noted historical, you know, trend of uh, black men being accused of uh, assaults that didn't happen. Right. Um, and I'm not suggesting that's the case here, but what I am stating because it's true is that there's the history of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that has to be noted. Right. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, Again, trying to take a measured, balanced, but a but historically uh, accurate approach to how to dissect all of this. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, uh, yeah. And if the NFL, if it does get to a point where the, it, it triggers uh, an investigation by the NFL, it'll be interesting to see how they handle it, mm-hmm. uh, especially given how they have historically handled similar allegations uh, or, or allegations involving criminal charges. Uh, it, it, as, as I recall was the case with uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, forgotten about that. Well, actually no, I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I hadn't no, really. I I like, no, <laughs> I don't remember. What I, what I forgotten is, is when like the year that all of that occurred, but no, it's, yeah. Yeah. It, it does get handled differently for different players in the NFL. It does. It does. Um, and so, you know, and as you know, my, my background in employment law, I'm, you know, I'm always thinking about like comparators and, mm-hmm. and trends and precedent and how, how did the organization handle it when it happened, when a similar issue arose before. Uh, so, yeah, it'll just be interesting to observe how this kind of unf- unfolds. Um, obviously, with a civil complaint, you know, you have so many days to file an answer. I don't, I don't know what that is for uh, under Texas state law. Right. Uh, I'm not, not mistaken here. It's either 30 or 45 days. It's been a minute since your girl has, has, has had to know these things. That's right. But yeah, it, it's it's a matter of, you know, it's at least a month before uh, an answer would be due. Uh, so that answer would be, so here is, well, not what it would be. I guess my question is, so here, here attorney, I am bringing forward, there are these women who have filed these, there's a civil suit against you person. And then from the time <coughs> of, like the now I'm really testing the law. This has nothing to do with Deshaun. <laughs> no, no, no. What's your, he's shaking. What's your question? I guess I'm just trying to get the timing of when, like, when from what point is a response due for Alabama? And I get we're not talking Texas, but so if he's that's a formal. I have gone to the court through my attorney to say this is whatever yeah. this answer is. Yeah. So so okay. the complaint the complaint lays out like the allegation essentially the allegations. Um, like on and it, it's with specificity, like on this occasion, and on this occasion, and for each incident, there's a there would be um, 
and I, I guess, uh, well, for each claim, there are specifics and you might have a claim for sexual assault or whatever. And there might be for every in, and then within that particular section of the complaint, it'll lay out every instance of alleged sexual assault. Okay. And so in the answer, you didn't, you know, didn't, you would deny, you know, offer, you know, a denial of all the, of all the claims. And then also in the answer, in order to assert a defense, you have to articulate it in your answer. So here are the affirmative defenses to these claims. That's what you assert that in your answer in order to be able to maintain them throughout the proceeding. So I, I didn't do it. And here are the defenses that I'm going to reference in my innocence. Uh, so that that's basically what an answer is. Okay. So yeah, I guess we'll see whatever Texas law with the timing of when he would need to provide that, I guess, through his attorney yeah. when that would happen. Where you really get into the nuts and bolts of finding out the, the, the real deal, so to speak, is in discovery where you know, okay. depositions are taken, requests for production of information or documentation. Uh, the his the attorney for the 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 the, the claimant, I think, has said he's he's going to uh, file some affidavits, like sometime this week. So okay. before discovery, even. Uh, so we we'll likely have a sense of more of the specific allegations through those affidavits. Okay. Uh, so it's something for us to keep our our eyes on for sure. Definitely, definitely. And I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure there's other stuff going on in the NFL where, you know, we're, I mean, in the NBA, we're in draft season and they have announced that they're going to go full on in person. For the draft? Uh, In Cleveland. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, child. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Just go, go for it. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think. I think I heard a statistic earlier today that said that a third of our population has gotten the COVID vaccine. And I don't, I don't know if that means have had are fully inoculated, which I would doubt we're, we're at 30% were fully yeah. inoculated. I, I feel like that definition of has had the vaccine means they've had at least one shot. Right. Yeah. Which, could, which yeah. sounds about right. Uh, but you know, we, we don't get to herd immunity until 70 to 80% of the population has had, has, uh, either, either, I guess, had, had COVID or has gotten the vaccine. vaccine. And we have a lot of people who are refusing to get the vaccine. So herd immunity is going to be, and without those people, I'm told it's, it's going to be hard to get the herd immunity. Uh, so for a mass event, uh, granted some of it outside, I guess, I don't know how much of it is outside or inside. Uh, but for a mass event on that level in like late April, early May, just less up. Yeah. Less all the way up. Um, so uh, NBA. We're What's happening over in the NBA? You know, that's a great question. I know that the, the season, if I'm not mistaken, the season is like the, the it's not going to be as long this year. Is that? Or am I making, is that, is that, have I just completely made that up on the spot? Um, 
I don't know. I, I, thought, I, thought, I, thought that, I thought that the season wasn't supposed to be as long, but maybe, maybe that's incorrect. Uh, regardless, uh, LeBron has a high ankle sprain uh, that has him out at least for a few weeks. It's mm -hmm. not longer. Uh, the, the Lakers are currently standing third in the West. They are. Uh, so I don't know that this, you know, LeBron's absence uh, will likely, and I don't know what the, how close, how spread out they are in the, you know, in the standings or whatever. You know, I, I think, you know, obviously I think the Lakers make the playoffs. I don't think his, his, his injury dooms them to fall, you know, smooth from three to below eight. Uh, but is, uh, yeah, it's cost for concern for sure. Yeah, it is. So I did it. You're right. There's 72 games this season. They did shorten it by 10. Um, but is AD still out? You know what? He may, he may be. And I and don't a recall why he's. What? And if AD is still out, they may be in trouble, trouble. <laughs> but, but you're right. But it depends. So they could slide, but I don't they know. Slide, but I don't know if they slide out of uh, completely out yeah. of the picture. Yeah. Cause I don't know where I feel like the first, like the top, three to five teams are fairly clustered together, maybe four games or something separate uh -huh. them. But yeah. I don't know where that break is, where it's just like, you're just playing to finish the season. Right. You, right. You, doesn't matter what happens here. Cause you just, you're, you're done. Yeah. You're done. So, we'll, so we'll, they, yeah. So maybe um, they could slide some, but probably not all the way out of contention for the playoffs. And did you did you note that um, did I hear you say earlier that the Warriors are they at nine? Are they knocking on? They they are at nine. Um, they are knocking at Dallas. Yes. Yeah. Just a little knock. Is it? I mean, it, are they? <laughs> it's not a big yes. knock. It's it's a knock. So I still have the the standings pulled up. They are um, they're game out of the eighth spot. Okay, so yeah, it's a it's a decent knock. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're, they're they're in the hunt for sure. They're in the hunt. Okay, okay, they're in the hunt. Uh, at least they're in the hunt, and and we're hoping that Steph, who suffered uh, an injury, like literally fell on his tailbone uh, the other day. Uh, hoping he's back on the court as soon as he's feeling he can be. I, I hear those injuries are tricky and are kind of hard to heal uh, and can kind of be good and then deteriorate again. And then so you can have this kind of ebb and flow. Uh, but I like Steph, so I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him and hoping he can, he can uh, feel up to playing again soon. I know. So, uh, uh, on the east side... We got um, the Sixers at, at in the number one spot. Yeah, who knew? I, I totally didn't. I totally didn't know. I knew Embiid. I knew Embiid was having a season. Oh, okay. I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think Embiid is injured. 
That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he okay. got injured last. I mean, there've been a lot of injuries in the yeah, last. See, week. that's why I feel like everybody I've heard about is injured. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, your Hawks are at five. Well, I'm calling them your Hawks. Your Hawks are at five. Um, yeah. No surprise about Brooklyn. No surprise about Milwaukee. No surprise about Miami. Charlotte's at six. But Lamelo just fractured his wrist and is out the rest of the season. And he's been the standout. Uh, so, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful. Maybe I'm hopeful that they can hang on. I don't know what the, uh, they're at six. The Knickerbockers are at seven. Knickerbockers. <laughs> and the Celtics are at eight. Um, and I don't know what the spread is between them, how close they are to one another. Uh, but it's an, you know, it's an interesting, uh, you know, there's some interesting things going on in the East. I was reading an article the other day about how, you know, the, 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 and it's not a new premise, but, uh, how this whole super team, you know, not only are super teams dominating how teams are structured now, uh, geographically super teams are either on the East or West coast, which is really mm -hmm. kind of squeezing out, squeezing these small market teams, uh, tremendously. And, in, you know, is the question being, is that good for the league? You know, we've always had the question of whether the super team is a good thing, but when, when the, the love isn't spread as far as where they're going, where they're deciding to go. Right. Is that, is that good for the league long-term? Yeah. Like when, you know, you had the, the big three who wasn't really, you know, a known big three at the time, but Oklahoma city, like the thunder, hadn't really been the same since the went the rant Westbrook and um Harden left. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and then I don't know where the Cavs are. Ooh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean and then yeah, and then um God, yeah, so I I totally get it because it doesn't seem like they the any any duo or trio team up to go um you to, know, like, like to the Pacers or to the, or to the yeah, to yeah, yeah. It's, it's not happening. It's not yeah. happening. It's a Miami. It's a somewhere mm -hmm. in the New York market it's, or on the West Coast. On West Coast, LA. Yep. 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 And and really, you know, the first big three, uh, in my view, was uh, that was intentional about bringing kind of veterans together. Would have been Pierce, Garnett. And um, Allen, Ray Allen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that was considered like, wow, you know, bringing three big talents together on the same team. And uh, but yes, yeah, that dynamic has definitely changed now. And, and, and players are more like have more of that empowerment spirit about them where they're like kind of conspiring to move together mm -hmm. uh the first evidence evidence of that really being you know lebron and and bosch joining uh d wade um so yes yeah, it's, it's a good question i i don't know how i i don't know how i feel about i feel pretty old school about these things like um who was it that uh oh kd you foolish boy KD, <laughs> oh kd's comment that <laughs> <laughs> that, well, you know, we got this whole like join together thing, you know, love one another thing from like the players of the eighties. Like that's where that that brotherhood started. Did yeah, you? We were like, no. right? 
Like, like there's plenty of 30 for 30s out there where in the last dance and all of it, where that's clearly contrary to, to what you think. Yeah, Magic and Zeke <laughs> kiss one another on the cheeks and then Magic put them down to the ground with a straw. Right, because that's what they, that's what the that's 80s how they Lakers got down. The but you know, and they were, bad boys. Magic and Zeke before their before their relationship fell apart, they were considered an anomaly in how close they were in yeah. the day. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Magic and Bird grew to respect each other and did become friends. But there was a point where they couldn't stand each other. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about uh, Kurt Rambis and Lambeer, right? The, the goons. Right, like they were not singing kumbaya around the brotherhood was within the school, within your team, exactly. And you rocked with one team your whole situation because mm-hmm. that's how deep the brotherhood was, right? Because it's like Michael Jordan's not going to play for LA for the Lakers, right? Like that's not happening, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what what he was, I don't know what KD, he made that statement. What history KD was referring when he? When I'm he not sure. Today's spirit to the the groundwork laid in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. Oh, these kids! So much to learn. <sighs> Tell you. <ya. laughs> um. So we're coming up towards the end of our. We've we've almost gone an hour this time, friend. But we're coming up on the hour, and it seems appropriate to. To, to tip the hat this time to um, the women playing in San Antonio. Uh, Maria yeah. Taylor did this awesome, uh, posted this awesome video on IG, just, uh, you know, uh, loving on them and encouraging them. I'll have to try to uh, share it to our site. But yeah, just you all stay there, you know, doing well and doing what you're supposed to do. Keep pushing through. Kind of regardless of what little you have, <laughs> you're, you're making it happen in spite of what little you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and there's something to be said for making something out of nothing. Absolutely. Uh, it's easy to make something out of something. <laughs> uh, so, you know, know that we appreciate what you do and are encouraging you. Um, I, my personal point of bias, like I am specifically most encouraging the, the lady Gamecocks of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's fair friend. <laughs> but, but philosophically I'm in- encouraging all of you. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you have to close us out friend? No, I think that pretty much sums it up. I think we'll see how the rest of these games play out. Um, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk some more. Yeah, absolutely. And in the meantime, we want to thank you all again for rocking with us. Check us out on, uh, primarily we rock on Facebook, Black Girls Vibe Tribe. Uh, come hit us up, ask us uh, uh, to join and we'll let you in and you can be a part of these discussions between the podcasts. In the meantime, take care and we will see you soon. Bye-bye.